Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to another edition of Nature Notes. Denny Long here broadcasting live uh, at Hennepin Health's beautiful new clinic and specialty center. Jim Gilbert's on the horn as usual. We'll talk to Jim coming up in just a moment. But if you are attracting all sorts of birds this spring, how about hummingbirds? Cardinal Corner as a spectacular selection of those hummingbird feeders. Those little birds must feed, did you know, every 15 minutes. They rely on sugar water from feeders, small insects, things like that. Cardinal Corner also has hummingbird Hummer Helper nesting material kits. Lots of birds love and use. And don't forget the hummingbird swing to hang near the feeder and invite them to perch a while. Don't forget, Dad, week from today is Father's Day. He'd love a gift from Cardinal Corner. They have also the freshest bird seed in town. Get the monthly newsletter. All you have to do is subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Uh, Lee and Pam, <clears throat> aren't allergies wonderful? Uh, Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find out that they really are more than a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. It is officially 64 in the Twin oh, Cities. 64, Okay. We've got 65, <laughs> so close. And it's 65 in our yard, northwest side of Lake Baconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Just a few serious clouds. So it's sunny, southeast winds. Here, morning doves cooing, house wrens, Baltimore Orioles, American robins, song sparrows are some of the ones singing right now. Beautiful morning. Sunrise was at 526. And, Denny, that's an important number here because starting today and going to June 20th, so these 10 days, we experienced the earliest sunrises of the year, 526. Sunset is 8.59, and tomorrow will be at 9 o'clock. So today in the Twin Cities in the area, we have 15 hours, 33 minutes of daylight. We've gained eight minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, six hours, 46 minutes is a total daylight gain since June, not June, since December 21st, the winter solstice. We still have three minutes of daylight to gain by June 21st, and that, of course, is our summer solstice. From tomorrow evening, uh, June 11th, and up to and including July 10th, the sun will set at 9 p.m. or later in the Twin Cities area. Love these long days. Me too. Oh, wow. By the way, the normal high for the day is 77, the normal low is 57. Records for today include, for June 10th in the Twin Cities, high 99 Set in 1956, 40, that seems pretty low, 40, 
way back in 1877, and the most rain that's ever fallen this day, what happened in 1874, 1.77 inches. The waning crescent moon rose at 3.38 this morning. Denny, I think, was already at work. Well, I was up in Adam, I'll tell you that. Oh, sure. you were cl- close to it anyway. Okay. And sets this waning crescent moon sets this afternoon at 5.58. The next full moon is June 27th. <laughs> Venus continues to be the bright star-like object seen in the west starting about a half hour after sunset. Sandy and I spent much of yesterday and, and Friday at Hammond University. Uh, on our way there, I should mention, and we noticed, and I'm sure you have too, catalpa trees blooming across the Twin Cities area. These grow into fairly tall trees, you know, 50, 50 plus feet tall, and have huge clusters of mostly white flowers. Anyway, the Japanese tree lilacs are also blooming, and we noticed them on the campus at Hammond University and the neighborhood too. And also on the campus, we saw in one garden um, several uh, clumps of, of bright yellow peonies. That's that's a rare color in the peony world, uh, blooming nicely there. We were at Hammond University to attend the Minnesota State High School Track and Field Championships. We saw a lot of great relay races, um, 100 and 200-meter sprints, hurdle races, high jumping, pole vaulting, discus throwing, uh, shot put throwing, and, of course, much, much more. Hundreds and hundreds of participants in a well-run event. Students, I think, all hopefully all had a good time being there, just being part of this wonderful event. Our granddaughter, Junior Elsa Gilbert, um, was the only representative from Watertown Mayor High School. She ended up winning the triple jump, so she's a state champion, and she's just, she's just so happy. She came in second in the 100-meter hurdles and third in the long jump. But all in all, through the rain showers and everything like that, much fun was was enjoyed by many, many people there watching and taking part. Um, honeybees forage on white clover blooming in patches in our lawns. Now, um, since clover in our lawns also fixes nitrogen and increases the fertility of lawns, I continue to wonder why some people wanted to kill it in favor of a monoculture of just plain grass, like maybe a type of Kentucky bluegrass. For many reasons, a more diverse lawn made up of various grasses, white clover, and even plants like mosses is the least pollinate, the least polluting, and and forms a great carpet to walk on. I remember Dr. Leon Snyder would say that from the University of Minnesota. He was uh, the first director. People would come and complain about something in the lawn. He'd say, you can walk on it. It's green. Enjoy it. Uh, Lisa and Tom Bovers from Faribault heard their first-year green frogs. It's kind of They're called banjo twangers. Uh, this past Wednesday, June 6th, Julie Brophy and Bill Lutz report that green frogs began calling from Kelser Pond in Victoria uh, Thursday evening, June 7th, and that was the same evening I heard the first green frogs calling from a pond here near Lake Waconia. Last evening after the rains, I heard a few American toads and western chorus frogs calling again. 
and as usual, many common tree frogs were vocal. I heard them about 10.30 uh, in the evening when I went out in our backyard to watch the fireflies. So much fun to watch these fireflies lighting up, just to see tiny little lights lighting up here and there and then moving across our backyard. Uh, Julie and Bill from Victoria also report spittlebug froth is now seen on tall grasses and even on some garden plants. They do very little damage to these plants. They are seeing juvenile as uh, young, recently out of nest, red squirrels, gray squirrels, and eastern chipmunks in their yard. Also in their yard this past Thursday, June 7th, black-capped chickadee young fledged and 16 wood duck young nestlings jumped from a nest box at 7.30 a.m. And Baltimore Orioles were seen collecting mealworms from Bill and Julie's feeding station and flying away from them, no doubt, to feed their nestlings. In spite of the rains yesterday, Bill and Julie noticed that bird babies didn't stop asking for food. So black-capped chickadees, these are the parents, so black-capped chickadees, blue jays, northern cardinals, white-breasted nuthatches, tree swallows, and Baltimore Orioles were continually feeding their young during the rains. Julie um, Brophy says that perhaps the last of the Canada geese flocks were seen in flights yesterday heading north outside of, or north right over Victoria. Anyway, I have an answer for that one. Uh, from Art and Barb Straub from Lesseur and Henderson, they observed a flock of 76 Canada geese uh, making their way north a few days ago. They explained it this way in the weekly column in the Henderson Independent newspaper. It goes something like, if I could find the right sheet here, I got stuff written everywhere. Um, this odd phenomenon has come to be known as the molt migration. These are birds that have lost mates or whose nests were destroyed by rising waters or predation this spring and so don't have families to watch and protect. They're heading for large lakes in northern Minnesota to molt, that is to lose their flight feathers. On these waters, they will be safer. Adult Canada geese now are beginning to drop their big flight feathers and soon will be flightless until the end of July. The adults that that nested will be ready to fly about the same time that their offspring are ready to try their new flight feathers. And so sometimes whole families will be seen taking off for short flights. That's usually right around July 20th or soon after. Kim and Lori McIntoon, who live just south of Waconia, note that they started seeing newborn fawns this past Monday, June 4th. Uh, newborn fawns weigh about 7 pounds each, um, have little or no odor, and their mothers leave them um, to lie still in protected spots, usually in or near a forest. The doe returns quite often to nurse her young. If you find a fawn and think that the mother has left for good, don't move the baby or, worse yet, take it home to care for it. The mother's probably watching you from a nearby woodland. Also taking a wild deer 
would be breaking state law. And finally, the whole action would prove to be uh, nothing uh, but a terrible incident. And that, and it, it's just one of those things, don't try to adopt wild animals of any kind. Uh, Captain Bob Herring from Optimum Charters out of Superior, Wisconsin, reports that this past Friday morning, the surface water temperature of Lake Superior was 48.7. That was about four miles out from Duluth Superior. Fishing has been good for his clients lately. Um, they have been catching a, a good variety of fish, including coho salmon, lake trout, brown trout, northerns, and walleyes. Some of the fish have been quite large lately. Northern Catawba trees now have big clusters of mostly white flowers, as I said before. Rosemary Peterson lives near downtown Waconia and has five big Catawba trees in full bloom in her boulevard, on her boulevard right now. They're just striking. At the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, located along State Highway 5, a couple of miles west of Chanazen, tall bearded irises and peonies are blooming nicely. In the Gracebee Dayton Wildflower Garden, there are several clumps of large yellow lady slippers at Bloom Beak. I looked at them last night. And our official Minnesota state flower, the showy pink and white lady slipper, has several open flowers now, and there will be many in the next few days. So get out and see the state flower, especially if you've never seen one before. Do you want to say something about by the yard? I think we should do that very thing on a beautiful day like this. A lot of folks uh, may be having oh, some outdoor activities, graduation parties, whatever, and they would love by the yard patio furniture. Jim and I have talked about this l- local family-run business for so many years. This is the furniture that they make out of recycled plastic milk jugs that you never have to store at all, at all. Leave it outside year in and year out. Jim, you, I know, have had your furniture for years. It still looks new, doesn't it? It does. It does. You know, and in the range yesterday, I just looked out there and I thought, wow, ours is all green, by the way, but it just was sparkling. Well, unlike other guys, if you check out their website, they post prices. The other guys don't that make these knockoffs. The By the Yard has been doing this for, I think, 23 years now, and that's all they do is make this kind of furniture. They have a beautiful 11,000-square-foot showroom uh, down near Jordan, Minnesota, quick drive down 169, real quick drive. And by the yard, great, then some of the nicest folks you ever want to meet besides having the best patio furniture in the world. Let me give you a website, and you can, uh, right after Jim's show, get on the web, buytheyard.net. You can order a, a free color catalog from there, and you'll see what Jim and I have told you about for so many years now. This great outdoor furniture you never have to store. I know you love it, Jim. You've got that, <laughs> that, that picnic table. What is it? Seat about 10? Oh, people? yeah. About 10 people. Yep. And you, you need a few, few people to move it, too, I'm sure, because <laughs> it's very substantial furniture. But uh, buytheyard.net, you check it out and see what uh, Jim and I have talked about uh, for so many years. Buytheyard.net. What else do you have, Jim? Oh, there's so many things happening outdoors. Keith Radle from Fairbolt found a, a monarch caterpillar nearly full size this past Friday. He has a bluebird trail about 60 miles long long, made up of 175 pairs of nesting boxes. The first of the year, Eastern Bluebird Young fledged this past Wednesday 
uh, June 6th. A total of nine juvenile birds from two families have fledged so far. Last year at this time, 81 young had fledged. Now he counted there are 329 chicks and about it, that's in about 80 boxes and 96 eggs being incubated. Because black flies, also called gnats or buffalo gnats, are so bothersome and can easily kill young uh, bluebird nestlings, he continues to spray uh, just lightly, you know, like misting uh, the chicks uh, with imitation vanilla from the dollar store. He also mists outside of each box. He does this each week. He also says that this imitation vanilla, you know, you could just put a few drops on your on your finger and uh, rub it on your neck or in hairline or, you know, in arms or to keep black flies that, or also call these buffalo gnats or gnats, keep them away from yourself. Uh, Dave and and Diana Herring from, they live near Waterville on a, on a farm. They experienced the first deer flies of the year. And they said once deer fly season starts, it lasts about six weeks. But it wasn't in the Waterville area. They were at a campground last Monday at St. Cloud. And uh, so that's that's it. Anyway, Dave lately on his farm has found a wild turkey nest, and he had a chance to see one of the turtles, a painted turtle, laying eggs the other day. And what we said, if you ever see a turtle laying eggs, you know, both painted turtles and snapping turtles are coming up on dry land to lay their eggs. Watch out for them when you cross roadways. But like Val Rukavina from Minnetonka says, he recommends this. If you observe a turtle laying eggs in the ground after a turtle leaves, Spray the top of the newly dug soil with any type of insect repellent. This will keep raccoons from smelling the spot, will save the eggs from being dug up and eaten. The eggs usually take 90 to 100 days to hatch. That seems like a long time, but, you know, it takes a long time for them to develop. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Fairboat um, have been picking um, ripe strawberries from their garden, and that Oh, I don't have the data. That was just just lately. I'll, I'll find it here. Well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, um, they said northern catalpas are blooming beautifully in Fairboat right now. Common tree frogs in, in numbers are calling in the evenings, and they found their first deer ticks. I guess we need to just remind people of that. Mm. Ray and Marlene Simon uh, from Northfield report uh, reef lettuce, kohlrabi, and being picked out of their, taken out of their garden, and the first ripe strawberries this past Thursday. And um, Ray has a concern. He says he had, he had 12 bats in his bat house, and now it's down to four. He's just kind of wondering what's happening. So if anybody knows, maybe they can uh, let Ray know or let me know, and I can say more about it on the air. Also, Ray and, and Marlene say, Golden Alexander's, Catalpa tree is blooming there, too. Canon anemone is blooming nice. It's one of the wildflowers. So that's about it for this week. Very good. And I hope you'll uh, join us again next week, Jim. Look forward to it. 
It'll be Father's day. day, one week from today. Yeah, it's one week from today, right. Uh, all right, well, we'll chat with you with more Nature Notes next Sunday, Jim. Thanks very much. I look forward much. to it. Bye you now. Too. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back uh, next week here on CCO with uh, Nature Notes. Stay tuned next for Healthy Matters here on 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.